Why you hmm? Because you look crusty. <laughs> like, mmm. <laughs> little, little crusty, clear throat, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Alright, welcome to the BZ Podcast. This is Zay. I'm sitting here with Britt, yeah. and this is episode 116. Do you, are like you sure? Every, every time we say this, I'm 100%, it's 100%, wrong. 100%, 100% I'm sure. every week. It's what, it was wrong. I was too off the other time. Like, one of the times I said it, yo, like, I, I smooth added two episodes. I like, listen back. I'm like, that wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's 116. Look, Don't fact check me. Look at me. I just wait. I'm like, let me learn. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, yeah, we like to welcome y'all back to another episode of uh hopefully your favorite podcast. Um always remember to like, subscribe, share with a friend, and uh let's keep this thing going. Let's keep rocking. Um Yeah, uh how are you, Brett? Okay. I guess we'll get we'll start there. You get, get that was a hard get transition. I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. How was your weekend? How was your week? Ooh. Anything cool? Um. Well, we had a snow day. Yay. We did. Um, yeah, sorry. Well, you had a snow day. I was still here. Yeah, I'm like, sorry you didn't. Still went to work. Uh, yeah, my boss yeah. let us stay home. Um, I had a snow day. And on that snow day, we made a hot Cheetos chicken tender. <laughs> All right, whose idea was not this? Mine. Who's the adult? I know, right? I'm like, it's not my idea, but I definitely went out and bought the ingredients. My son keeps asking to make it, and I'm like, fuck it, we're gonna make it, because he was asking so for hot Cheetos chicken. You chicken know how you tenders. see like people be making it online, like. So I'm like, all right, whatever, we going. All them little short videos of people just concocting shit look like some. Did bullshit. you see that nasty shit you know where right she now. was crumbling it up and putting it in that mac and cheese? But she like mixed yeah, it in the water, gross. like girl. Anyway, mm-hmm. that was trifling. Um, so I'm like, all right, we're going to try this. <laughs> <laughs> but but your chicken tenders. At least that's not but as bad as soggy is. Cheetos in water. All right. So uh, I thought you were supposed to fry it, but I was reading. I, you know, I had to double check online some different opinions. And people were saying if you fry so it, it just turns for to this? a gooey mess. Not a forum, but like some people, shut up. <laughs> people have like done it and posted it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I'm trying to wrap this up. So we don't spend the first half of the episode talking about food like we always do. Um, so right. I baked it. So basically you crush up the Cheetos. You get like a little egg wash, a little, little flour, egg wash, and then Cheetos. It looked like it was promising. You know, you season it up mm. and everything. But it's weird. I don't know if it's something about, like, once you heat it up, it's just, like, the spiciness of the Cheetos was all gone. It was just, like, literally, like, a little slight tang left. That's it. It didn't taste like nothing, really. Maybe you should, like, just, like, fry the chicken regular and then, like, dust up the Cheetos and just, like, sprinkled it on there. Maybe. As, like, a dry rub type joint. That sounds son, disgusting, though. Yeah. I've never been big my on, son, um, I mean, on hot Cheetos. Me either. But my son, you know, kids, all they all love that shit. But he said it's a 5 out of 10. I said a 3 out of 10. So I'm like, all right. I said, I said, do you have any desire to try this again? He's like, no. I was like, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I mean, at least we could say we tried. I feel like hot Cheeto chicken tenders taste like annoying black girl in high school. <laughs> I just I don't know I didn't think it was gonna be terrible like we got a little ranch to dip it in I just thought it'd be a little 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 tang but whatever little tang little twang wasn't it would you put did you have a dipping sauce what was the we dipping just got sauce? ranch what well no well, that's because we were up. talking about wings that's why i even thought about this we we're saying how you got to have blue cheese which i totally agree but i feel like blue cheese with the hot yeah. cheetos was just too much ranch is wild disrespectful but not for the, with, not with for what wings. i was doing with wings but not for what i was doing the hot cheetos i feel like blue cheese would have just been don't waste blue cheese on that <laughs> don't waste blue cheese on no hot cheeto chicken tenders Fuck i just feel like here. that was like uh, we were already running the risk of having to go to the bathroom with what we were making mm-hmm. so i was like i think ranch is a safe dipping sauce blue cheese i love me some blue cheese but that just would have been too much Word. what's a like a, a childhood like chip or something that like you just loved and still love 
yeah and still love like like you get excited seeing it if you if you come across <laughs> it in the store um all right i got one what? you already know i got one lined what? up i got a few i could be too well you know we fat i saw dunkaroos Dunker, that's not a chip i saw dunkaroo well it don't have to be a chip i'm just like a, a snack a treat whatever oh it doesn't matter I know. I was just giving an example. Well, I was got. I, well, Dunkaroos is my shit. Okay. I got all serious. <laughs> I'm like, only chips. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dunkaroos. What the fuck were? I never wanted. I don't like icing, so I never understood Dunkaroos. No. It's like a little graham cracker you dip in icing, right? Is it like yeah? A but you Teddy can get Graham? like different flavors. <laughs> it's like frosting. You don't like frosting. No. You you ain't eat the frosting like if you made a cake at home you ain't eat frosting out the thing just like a few little like a few little licks that's it I don't really like it like that well it's not that much in a dunk no of that's too like, much I wipe the icing off of my cake I don't like icing I don't like extra icing like when it's like way too much but yeah no it was like just like a cookie that you yeah. can dip in and sometimes you can get the one you can get the chocolate cookie mm -hmm. with the white joint mm -hmm. with the sprinkles or you can get the graham cracker cookie with the white it's banging it's banging and you know what else i used to fuck what? up cosmic brownies I, that's cosmic what i was gonna say brownies. i get excited for cosmic brownies but they're so trash but i still get excited they when i garbage. see them like it tastes like styrofoam this is not good right but i, I think it's the novelty <laughs> of it <laughs> Um, definitely cosmic brownies. I used to love, you know what I used to like? Remember those fucking, um, what are those oatmeal ones? Oh, the moon pie Not the shits? moon pies, but the two oatmeal cookies and it had the cream in the middle. That's what I thought the moon pie no, was. No, the moon pie is like chocolate covered completely and it's like marshmallow in it or some shit. Oatmeal cream pies, I guess that's what they're called, but I would like wipe the cream out going with it? from the middle. That was just that's just one I used to like, but I was real extra. I would like cut it open and wipe out the cream, which sounds disgusting. I used to fuck up them little them little cheap huh. butter crunch cookies. Oh God, yes, you used it in college too. Used to fuck them up. I've you heard ain't the like word. Dishes. No, they I don't like hard cookies. I used to hear the word butter crunch out your mouth so many times. Erkin, I don't know how many times I heard you say butter crunch Stop. in my life. <laughs> All right, um. Where we at? Where we at? Where we at? What are we talking about? Um, let's start here though. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we start here. Versus announces D'Angelo and Friends next Saturday, the twenty seventh, and I cannot be more excited. Excited <laughs> about it. Ex yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is gonna be so fucking dope. I think it's gonna be the best one. Yeah, I like. I like when I have a party. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like i was like yo man i want to go live during this i, I don't never want to go live <laughs> i'm going to be jamming so much yeah it's gonna be so much set the apollo theater too nice. yeah so i was a little triggered i was listening to uh joe budden's podcast and they were not putting respect on d'angelo's name like i feel like they listed some people that just had d'angelo's number now i'm biased because you know mm -hmm. me i've always been down on d'angelo and you want to know what's real funny like i guess i post d'angelo enough that like people that don't really know me mm -hmm. understand that i like d'angelo mm -hmm. so like when this dropped i had a few people in my dm that sent me sent me the, <laughs> the post nice. yeah there was a couple people like they were naming like maxwell no would have him no. Hell no. in a versus no. absolutely not Sorry, i got mad <laughs> yeah i'm see it's hard for me because i'm like super biased and i don't know like i know you're a fan of d'angelo but i don't know if you're like like me and raven yeah i, think, I was like i think are kind of comparable i i so i can see it from both sides so my sister is like a huge huge fan of d'angelo and she like she made me go with her to a concert of his a few years ago. And as we all know, D'Angelo is not really around like that, you know? So, yeah. he, I mean, how long of a hiatus did he have in between since his most recent album? Yeah, I You know, know what I mean? It's been years. It's been years, mm. but probably like almost a decade. So, um, you know, there was, everybody saw that he gained weight, you know what I mean? And then there was like, things going on about him having like a drinking problem or possibly a drug problem you know what i mean so he just kind of became like mm. a, a joke you know what i'm saying everybody was just kind of like oh look at him now you know because that is the main reason why he fell back is because he didn't want to be looked at as a sex symbol and then everybody saw that he gained weight and stuff and then people started like clowning you know so mm. 
I I've always loved his music like most of us, you know what I mean? But I never really truly knew how gifted he was, you know what I mean? And just the type of artist he is. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um cuz you hear a song, mm-hmm. you don't know if, who wrote it or whatever, but you know, he's really I mean, he's like on Prince level. Yeah. So And he's penned a lot of a lot of songs for other right. people. And then just the amount of instruments he plays, just all that. Um and I think just seeing him live is just like a whole nother thing. So if, unless you're a fan and you're really looking into those things and watching yeah. that type of stuff, you're not going to really know how talented he is. So, I mean, I was one of those people, you know? So my sister's just like, just, you know, oh, I want to go to this concert. And I'm just kind of like, oh, whatever. So she didn't have anyone to go with. So I'm like, fine, I'll go. You know, but I was just like, what? I was just going because it's my sister, you know? But that shit changed I'm my so life. I'm so jealous. Changed my fucking life. Yeah, I, I bet. <laughs> that, I like, bet. Was like, legit I bet. Change. Like, I was, like, blown away. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I couldn't believe. Like, I'm still so thankful that she brought me and made me go to that concert with her. Like, it was, like, the most fun. I've, like, one of the most fun moments ever in my life. Just to see, just to have the chance to see him perform live was just, like, mind-blowing. Just because he's so yeah. talented. Oh, my God. And he still got it. Like, he beyond got it. It's just like, and it's kind of cool because it's kind of like it's one of those things, like, if you know, you know. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like he's like a hidden yeah. gem, like the best kept secret just right there. So I saw people a lot in the versus thing, the announcement, because I was like, because I said this to my sister immediately, too. Of course, she's like, I already saw that. I'm like, yeah, you didn't tell me. So anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I was, yeah, because I saw in the comments people were clowning, you know, like, oh, is he going to be drunk? Oh, is he going to be? Th-? And I'm like, what? Is he going to be drunk? Like, why would he be drunk? And I'm like, you really don't even know what he's been up to then if you're still going off a tabloid from over 10 years ago. Because right, he's right, so, you know what right. I mean? He's not out in the spotlight. So I saw, a, I saw the majority of that, honestly, people talking shit. I'm happy that I didn't see any of that. I didn't even go to the joint. I was just so excited. I just hurried up and posted yeah. it and then bailed. But yeah, I didn't see any of like well, the I negative. Think it, but I, yeah, I think it's great that people are going to see, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? What the fuck is really up with D'Angelo? And just, mm-hmm. oh my God. Because his live shit, like his improvisations, just everything is just crazy. Yeah, you seem like I'm trying to learn the piano. Mm-hmm. Like I try to learn every D'Angelo song possible. <laughs> like watching D'Angelo live will make you want to learn how to play instruments. <laughs> it's really funny you say that, yo, because uh. you know back in the LimeWire day where you're just downloading as much music as possible, and sometimes mm-hmm. you can't even preview what you're getting. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly want to, yeah, I honestly want to say that. Like it probably is D'Angelo that made me want to play an instrument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but this is the thing. This is the thing. And I know I'm biased with D'Angelo. I love him. He's probably like, I don't know, he might be my favorite musician. Mm-hmm. But who can really say, if we're talking actual verses, which I don't think this is what it's going to be. I think it's going to be more of a concert and people just dropping in. Mm-hmm. Um, who can say that they have two classic albums? And for those that know, they know exactly what albums we're talking about. We're talking about Voodoo and we're talking about um, talking about Brown Sugar. Mm-hmm. That's two classic albums under his belt. I mean, even his third. That you could play if from you're, top like, to even bottom. His third even his third album. Third, yeah, the, yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm not even going to get to the third. Yeah, yeah I'm not even going to get to the third. That's, that's, that's newer. But two of them, to at least have two classics, I don't know anybody who's really fucking with that. It was funny. I was listening to... Um, What's that show called with Rick Rubin where he's talking to the artist? We watched a few of them. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called. Uh, but I think he was talking yeah. to Quest Love. Did you listen to that Quest Love one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Actually. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Quest Love was talking about working on the Voodoo mm-hmm. album. Oh, Broken Record. Yeah, Broken Record. Uh, Quest Love was talking about working on the Voodoo album and that he wanted to work with D'Angelo. But like the first time D'Angelo came across, this was before like uh, Brown Sugar and stuff. Um, I think D'Angelo tried to reach out to him mm-hmm. and he kind of like brushed them off. Yeah, he said he brushed him off because he thought he was just some R&B nigga, basically. Like, who's this singing ass nigga? <laughs> and then I don't remember what exactly he said that he heard of D'Angelo's that was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, he's the truth. Like, I, oh, fuck, I fucked that up. So, yeah, he was trying to make up for it where he knew that D'Angelo was in the crowd. So, you can continue. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up because I vaguely remember how it went. But he said that as he was, 
yeah, he he said that as he was playing with whatever I, I think he was playing with his own band. And you know, they do their rehearsals a certain way to do it. Mm-hmm. He purposely started playing the drums differently so that it would appeal to D'Angelo. And it was kind of like a lazy way of playing the drums where it's like a little mm-hmm. bit off beat, like a little bit and like you know his band's looking at him like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> but he's like nah i'm trying to get this spot he's like, i'm trying to get this spot on this album he ends up making a classic album of voodoo mm-hmm. i encourage people though i encourage i don't want to spend too much time on this because i can talk about d'angelo all damn day but i encourage people to go and before next saturday go listen to some music i say just look at him perform too on youtube go on youtube look up some performances Thanks. of his just uh beautiful but um no what he was saying though when he was playing in the crowd he saw d'angelo stand up and was like whoa like what the fuck is that so he said in that moment Uh he like he knew that he was playing directly to him and he received it so he was just talking about too like just um like drumming and how that was a way that we connected you know what i mean as black people so it was a really cool moment he said that they had together and then yeah that's how (laughs) They were able to work together. So I'm excited. Yeah, I, I really wish I could be with my sister <laughs> to watch it. Um, but yeah, so it's going to be a good time. I love They were like, let's close out Black History Month with. And I'm like, I'll give y'all that. Go ahead. <laughs> y'all right. That's fine. <laughs> right, right, right. Y'all right, though. All right. Uh, I guess that's it for, for D'Angelo. We should do something. Like We should like go live or something. But, but we're watching I guess, but I want think? people to watch it, not watch us. Well, I'm not paying attention to who's watching us. I'm going to be watching I'm, it. I guess <laughs> we can watch it. I don't know. Whatever. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, Doesn't matter. Yeah. Whatever. Um, uh, let's get into this Texas shit, man. Let's okay. get into Texas, man. Have you been paying attention? What, what happened? <laughs> it's just like, okay. <laughs> like, what are we going to say about it? Um, you haven't paying attention. I got family down there. I got friends down there. Do you really? Yeah. Who's down there? I know. Um, well, my cousin Nisi, who um actually participated in one of our giveaways, Lush Organics. Um, she lives down Shout there. Shout out Nisi. My brother from another mother, Cesare. Him and his girlfriend Tenille, they're dear friends of mine. They both live down there. Um, my godmother lives in in Houston as well. And my aunt is in mm. San Antonio, which they weren't really that hard hit, thank God. But uh, have you talked to anybody? Talked to everybody except I did. My mom talked to my godmom. I didn't talk to her, but everybody was okay. But um, you know we're we're trying to you know deal with it with the outages and everything. But they're all good. Yeah, it looks really bad. And like usually when like states that aren't used to getting hit with snow get hit with snow, you know we're up here like <laughs> y'all got a little two inches of snow can't handle it. Da, 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 da. Yeah, this it's not is funny. like no laughing matter. <laughs> it's not funny this is at like all. no laughing matter at no. this point, right? Um I looked and um it appears that Texas has its own for profit power grid mm. that's ran by a private company named ERCOT. So unlike other states, they can't borrow power from neighboring states. So they're kind of like isolated. Mm. And that is kind of biting them in the butt. And I don't know if you ever heard, have you ever heard like Texas trying to secede from the United States? Like Texas really treats itself like its own country. Yeah, I've heard, I've kind of heard that in passing, but I didn't know like how literal that was. (laughs) Yeah, but I I wonder, no, it just makes me think because I wonder if like having its own power grid was kind of like something that they were like, yeah, we got our own power grid. And then now looking back at it, it's like it's kind of biting them in the butt. Mm -hmm. So ERCOT, the the private company, Mm -hmm. um, they implemented rolling blackouts and they suggested that they would share the power resources to all customers and citizens of Texas now just have to trust that they're distributing the resources fairly, mm-hmm. which if you're looking by people on the ground, their accounts of it, people have been without power for multiple days, right. five days at a time. And it just looks really bad. I'm I'm really sad about all the destruction of people's houses and how stuff is yeah, just it's flooding. Freezing temperatures, like, oh my God. Yeah. Especially when you don't even have things normally to even you know what i mean really prepare for that like usually like you know when it snows up here you you see 
the little salt trucks going around immediately. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, yeah, like you can't even really go out and get stuff even if you need. Like here, like, yeah, it sucks, but the roads are at least salted. It might be a little slushy and shit, but it's not just a literal sheet of ice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'd be complaining. I'd be complaining like when the the truck doesn't come out as fast as possible. (laughs) I can't imagine being like just the snowstorm we had Mm -hmm. recently. I can't imagine if there was just no response at all. Well, then too, and then you're in your house and you don't have any heat. That's horrible. Horrible. Mm -mm. And then on top of that, I was watching this video and I forgot to send it to send it to you. I should have sent it to you. But um, this lady was just describing how they have warming centers. Mm -hmm. But in the warming centers, like you can go there, get warm, but you can't sleep overnight and you still have to follow CDC guidelines. So they still have CDC people making sure that these facilities are still following six feet. Hmm social distancing guidelines and stuff like that which i understand it but Mm -hmm. i don't know people people are freezing Mm -hmm. and on top of that they're starting to do um welfare checks Mm -hmm. right so we know some we know some people have died but she was like expect to hear real real numbers coming soon about how many people have have died Mm -hmm. as a result of freezing to death wow did you see that mayor yeah. Mayor Tim Boyd talking shit. That was just so unnecessary. Uh, let me read some of it. Um, he starts off. This is uh, Tim Boyd. I don't know where he, I don't know, Colorado City, Texas or something like that. Um, Mayor Tim Boyd resigns as a controversial Facebook post. He starts off with saying, let me hurt some feelings while I have the time. <laughs> no one. Yeah, like that's crazy. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. So when is the local government supposed to support people? That's my question. Just just off off rip. That's my question. Like they pay their taxes. They pay their bills. They voted you into office. What exactly are you there for? I mean, I don't understand it. Like you're saying it like it's some regular like situation. Like what do you mean looking for a handout and stuff? Like Yeah. Sink or swim. It's your choice. The city and county along with power providers or any other service owes you nothing. That's complete bullshit. Are you paid? Right. Am I paying my bill? Right. I'm sick and tired of people looking for a damn handout. If you don't have electricity, you step your game up and come up with a plan with a game plan to keep your family How? warm and safe. What? Like, I mean, luckily, some people were lucky that they had fireplaces. Who the fuck has a fireplace? Like, that's mm. not common. Mm. Everybody doesn't have that. Some people try to make it work with a goddamn candle. Like, stop, dude. I saw someone cook a whole spaghetti meal with a candle. Right, but I'm like. You know what I mean? Like, how are you just going to step up and make it happen? Where, where? Everybody doesn't have that ability. If you don't have water, you deal without and think outside the box to survive and supply water for your family. Here's my problem. My problem with that is, of course, you're doing that. Of course, people are trying to think outside the box and get water. Of course, people are trying to do all they can, uh, trying to stay warm. But they don't need to be, you know what I mean? spoken down to Mm -mm. in order to do that this could have been so easy this could have been easy hey we're doing all that we can to to remedy this situation you could have just left it at that i don't understand why it turned into something like i don't know this didn't have to be controversial at all yeah because he felt the pressure but i mean it's not like it's not like necessarily like it was your fault why are you all fucking defensive (laughs) like dude whoa but i don't know i feel like in times of the times like these it calls for leadership like you're supposed to be a leader you're supposed to be the mayor (laughs) i don't think anybody's blaming you for it nobody's blaming you that there's zero degree temperatures in texas you could have never accounted for that Mm -hmm. but people are calling the people that they depend upon for help in times like this you had no problem uh uh, sending a whole bunch of mail and shit vote me into this shit when they didn't need your help this shit trifling as hell he just woke up and chose violence said fuck it mm-hmm. fuck it i'm getting fired today i'm resigning anyway <laughs> these politicians these politicians yo you saw your man fred oh i said fred, fred ted <laughs> i mean are we surprised that he decided to try to roll out 
I mean, at least he came back, I guess. But is it really that shocking? No. You saw he tried to play it off saying yeah. like, oh, it's my daughter's. <laughs> it's my daughter's. They wanted to leave. I mean, but I feel like that may be partly true. You know, they're used to no, being be. pampered and, you know, like, dad, mm-hmm. why can't we just go to camp? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm sure they're used to just being able to. <laughs> Can we just go to like, camp? Dad, I, like, why are we here? Um, so, I mean, that is probably partly true. And I mean, mm. I get it. Like, imagine if you had a lot of money, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, God, I want my kids to stay here and suffer. Can I dip off? You know what I mean? So it's like, I get it from that point of view. But it's like you did choose the position of service. And your family mm-hmm. also ends up, unfortunately, choosing that position with you. So you got to ride it out. Or if anything, he could have stayed, you know what I'm saying? And the wife and the kids mm-hmm. could have rolled out. You know what I'm saying? If anything, that's probably would have been the best idea. If you, if you wanted to go for that route that your kids, right. you know what I mean? Let them go. Like, you could have stayed behind. Well, he he got caught out because he tried to say it was just like him dropping them off. Oh, but he then, did. Like, there was text messages that revealed. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. No, that's what he said. Oh, he he said, tried that. He shit. said, "Oh no, we were just we were just dropping we were just dropping them off. I was gonna come right you back." You motherfucking lie. Right. You ain't need to like go. Shit. You know, and I think it's so disingenuous though because I would beat the fuck out too if I could. Who wouldn't leave? Who wouldn't leave? Sometimes I feel like with officials, what's expected, obviously, mm-hmm. you would want them to stay. When it comes down to it. When it comes down to it, like, this is a shitty situation and I have the resources to get up out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he tried to lie about it, but then text messages got, like, leaked <laughs> of his wife, Heidi Cruz. Uh-huh. And his wife had, like, uh, was, like, texting friends saying, you know, maybe it's time to get up out of here. My house is freezing. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't funny. I'm sorry. Uh, but also like the the one issue with it was uh i guess when he campaigned years ago it was like when hurricane harvey hit and like that was like the building block of his campaign like like i wouldn't do this like he was just like calling out all Mm -hmm. the things that happened so for another disaster to happen and then you like peace Mm -hmm. we're going to cancun baby Mm -hmm. like you can't do that can't do that Mm -hmm. I didn't even get through the rest of this guy's tweet. I guess we can leave that shit alone, right? Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Have you been paying attention to um, Andrew Cuomo's controversy? No, I did see briefly on TV that there was some spice going on with him. I was like, "Uh uh-oh. I didn't know what about. (laughs) You know how everybody was looking at him like a god? Mm-hmm. Like everybody was just so super the way he was carrying himself. He seemed great. This, that, and the third. Yeah. Um, what were you about to say? He's the is he the governor? Uh, yeah. Of New York. In case mm-hmm. somebody doesn't know, what we're talking about. <laughs> well, hold on. Let me, <laughs> let, me, let me let me double check. Are <laughs> <laughs> oh, he the governor? Uh, he the man? Who who, who are you? It's governor. Right. We're right. Yeah, we're right. So yeah, just in the beginning when New York uh, COVID cases were rising, he was thrown in the spotlight and receiving a lot of praise. Looking like a leader, people were like, he should run for president. Right. Like everybody was going off. He was on CNN getting interviewed by his own brother. They were doing a whole bunch of shit. Do you remember? Do you remember when when uh, his brother Chris Cuomo said he had COVID uh-huh. and and they did like a special and he was like down in the basement. He was like, yes, I haven't been. I've been quarantining for two two weeks. I haven't seen my family mm-hmm. in two weeks. And he came up out the basement and was like, hi. <laughs> like it was really a shit show it was a shit show yeah, his family ended up getting it anyway like that nigga was not in the basement the whole time hell no <laughs> he was breathing in their mouth um anyway <laughs> uh but during that time he was given emergency powers and it granted him vast authority to fight the pandemic throughout the state but in october he also released a book american crisis providing leadership lessons from the pandemic the book summary oh. described the governor <laughs> as the standard bearer of organized there, response wait 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 wait. What, what book is this he dropped a Who? book cuomo himself himself this shit ain't even over how did they go write how a good book? of a job he's like doing the, <laughs> i love how everybody's calling a pandemic the panoramic the panoramic ain't even over how you gonna drop a book <laughs> on how to handle it now we got the fucking um what kyle just sent me that we got the damn new zealand what the fuck is it 
Australian. We got the New Zealand strand. We got some. We got the new strand. We got some. Mm-mm. I said, I'll tell you what. Mm-mm. Hold up. Oh, Amazonian what from the to... motherfucking Brazil. Oh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. Brazil-based variant. Listen. What they got in this? They got seasonings in this. That's what it Amazonian is. Amazonian COVID. Nigga, we got pelicans. Right, so he dropping a book all early in the game. Oh, Jesus Christ. What's the book called again? Uh, What's the title again? <laughs> he tried called, that shit. Uh, <laughs> American Crisis. Providing leadership lessons Ooh. from the pandemic. Lessons. The yeah lessons lessons i'm googling he's not this. feeling himself at all that's like liking your own picture who the fuck told him <laughs> he's stupid <laughs> oh did he write this i'm sorry listeners i'm all like hold it. at because i need to know is he really this self-absorbed or did somebody write this about him how couldn't you be yo he was getting praised non-stop Ooh, about you know the I mean? author he's having- andrew cuomo is the 56th governor of new york serving since 2011 Okay. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Look at that. He is the author of All Things Possible, Setbacks and Success in Politics and Life in Crossroads. The Future of American... Oh, this is his second book. Hmm. Oh, he dropped a... He, this hold is his on, second he dropped one another one? Before this one. Chad. Oh, time to write it. Yeah, because his ass chilling. All right. So this is what he's being accused of. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> He's being accused of holding back data uh, about nursing home deaths in a private conversation leaked to the New York Post. A top aide to Mr. Cuomo confessed to covering up the real numbers and withholding information out of concern. The data was going to be used against us. So more than 15,000 New Yorkers in care homes have died since the start of the pandemic, believed to be the highest in the U.S., but until late last month, the state's health department had logged just 8,500. Mm. So like more than double than what they were reporting. Mm. Um, in addition, some Democrats in New York State Senate are hoping to take away his emergency powers and lawmakers are likely to vote on that measure regarding his powers next week. Now, what, what makes this even worse is that he's reporting these numbers well, not him personally, but um, reporting these numbers falsely. And then he's on television with his own brother interviewing him. And you can't tell me that he wasn't getting the hard. Qu- he was getting the hard questions mm-hmm. like that's a clear conflict of in- interest. Yeah. hundred percent conflict, conflict of interest. And they wouldn't do that any other place. So now um, I think CNN put in something that. um Chris is not allowed to to interview anymore, interview him anymore. <laughs> like, like what type of Monday night quarterbacking is that? Like, that's horrible. That's horrible. And then more to this controversy is that uh, I think there was a. Uh, I don't know some I don't know what the position was, mm-hmm. but he said he got a phone call from uh, Cuomo threatening him. Pretty much like saying, like, we're on the same team. I'll ruin you if you vote the wrong way, this, that, and the third. Like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds bad. Of course, Cuomo denies it, uh-huh. but politics is fucked up, bro. Mm. Craziness. Mm-mm-mm. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I saw The Rock wants to, uh, has an interest in running for president. Maybe he can fix Go all this shit. shit at this point. Who has a problem with The Rock? Like, nobody, like, everybody likes The Rock, right? Yeah. As I know, seems like a great guy. Let's <laughs> all of a sudden he turns into this crazy secret racist. Like, like whoa, didn't see that coming. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have knew? <laughs> all right, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. I don't think you've had a chance to watch it yet, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I got to watch it. I got to watch it. Sorry, we're all laughing. Okay, I no, because you know what? I listen back to these episodes, and I be laughing so much, and sometimes it just don't make sense why the fuck I'm laughing. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, right now, why did I just laugh? So, um, no, because I was supposed to watch it, but like me and Zay was texting, and the way he said it sounded like a suggestion. It didn't sound like I should really watch it, because I don't be one watching. It's never a suggestion, y'all. It's never a suggestion. Yeah, I think you should watch it. It makes for good conversation. Look, I was about to get off work. I'm like, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever, Nick. So then he's like, did you watch it? And I'm like, oh, I was supposed to really watch it. 
I really failed on that one, guys. So that's yeah, why I'm a not bit, a little bit. I know I really dropped the ball, and I was up all night last night with nothing to do, like do do do, rewatching oh, Bird God. Box and shit. <laughs> but you watch Bird Box? You rewatch Bird Box? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you rewatch Bird Box. I know. Instead of this. I right. know. I'm sorry. I got a whole subscription. I bought HBO Max. I, I bought know, H- and HBO I made Max. I feel even worse, it. too. He's like, I got that subscription. I was like, oh, I suck. <laughs> I fucking suck. I'm getting Disney Plus the fuck out of here, though. That's Disney okay. Plus he can, can use go. My, he can use my Remember, login. like, Disney Plus sounded like a. But no, it sounded like a great it idea. Is. It was just like, oh, all these movies. It is still a great idea to me. When's the last time you watched something watched on Disney Plus? I watched 101 Dalmatians a few days ago. That's the only no, one I'd be watching for real, for real. I'm a whole child. Like, that's the only one I watch, like, consistently. Thanks. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Now, I've been on record. I've been on record on this pod saying I want a genuine Black Panther Party movie. Um, so, I think I have to take this on. Like, I have to take that into account because maybe I was going into this with expectations of something that i wanted but not what it actually was okay but this movie it's not a black panther party movie it feels like it was more of a cia informant movie oh okay if if i was looking for a cia informant film i would just watch a documentary like i have because mm-hmm. that's pretty much what any black panther party documentary is it's focused around the cia's involvement in it right okay so i wanted a black panther party that gives you the full scope of who they were right and i it, it fell very flat it didn't go it into none of that short. no no did it they didn't already kind of jump in like you're supposed to already just know all this stuff or yeah Pretty much. You're supposed to already know who Fred Hampton was. And then uh, again, it might not be fair for me to put it in that category to give me the like full scope of who the Black Panthers were, because this is Judas and the Black Messiah. This is about Fred Hampton. Now, Fred Hampton is a Black Panther, but I don't think he started the Black Panther. Maybe that would need to be a movie about Huey Newton, mm-hmm. um, Eldridge Cleaver. So maybe I, I'm, I'm putting it in 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 a box that it's really not supposed to be but irregardless like to have this be the first representation of black panthers like i feel like people stay away from the black panthers movement because they don't know how to depict it Hmm. so for this to be people's first introduction to it i think it, it failed it failed and it's weird to see people really celebrating this it seems very forced mm. because usually when i watch movies that are like bio- biopics of heroes and stuff like that you get this kind of feeling i don't know if did you watch malcolm x with, with denzel God, you probably did it right I, not really i've seen bits and pieces i never not actually really. seen it like the whole way through but i've seen enough of it all right um what have you watched it doesn't have to be like a super black movie it can just be somebody <laughs> that's in person ray ray yeah you saw ray right yeah, more times than i'd like to admit <laughs> i love ray i love he did such a good job a good he did such a good job <laughs> but like ray like for instance ray will leave you like when you watch that movie you left with something like you feel kind of attached to that movie don't mm-hmm. you don't you feel like like i don't know like a unbreakable kind of bond like you could throw that movie on anytime yeah as i said i watched it more times than i like to admit <laughs> I, I want that type of feeling in in this movie mm-hmm. and i just couldn't connect and then you know we were we were watching people review it and there were some things that stood in the way of it and one of the main things was for me personally one of the main things was the age mm-hmm. like you get to a point where you realize that that Fred Hampton was 21 years old when he died. Mm-hmm. So then when you're watching Daniel Kaluuya play him, you know this is a 30-something-year-old man. Yeah. And it just hits different when it's 21. You know, when we have the, like, when we get unfortunate news, like uh, these young rappers passing away, it hits a lot different than somebody who's What was old. the name of the guy who was the informant, William? William O'Neill. 
So was he the same age in real life? Like when, when all this happened? And that's another thing that you, you that uh, I feel like they went wrong with. William O'Neill was 17 years oh, old wow. when he first yeah, started so being an informant. <laughs> yeah, these are babies. And that's why it was hard because, you know, like Lakeith Stanfield's his character is supposed to be 17 years old. And like, granted, in the beginning of the movie, uh, it's not really a spoiler alert. In the beginning of the movie, he's uh, in a scene where somebody calls out and says, oh, he's just a kid. Mm -hmm. And I feel like they had to put that in mm -hmm. there because they know they're working with a 30 year old man. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you're looking at Lakeith Stanfield and you know this. He's, he looks old. He doesn't look anywhere near 17. And um, you lack a sort of empathy for his character right, right that you would having knowing that he was 17 years old right. and being manipulated and being put up against the wall from a cia agent that's playing him to get what he wants out of mm -hmm. him so like every time you've seen lakeith and he did some shit some snitch shit yeah. some rat shit you were like you little bitch right, little big ass grown <laughs> ass <laughs> like you little the whole big, time as a teenager ass bitch and the whole time as a teenager mm -hmm. and you lose that you lose that dynamic and times it didn't seem like fred hampton was even the main character oh, wow. in the movie like he wasn't even the lead mm -hmm. i felt like it was more about um lakeith stanfield's Damn. which i think he did a, a decent job but it, the age thing just got in the way it, i it really saw did. an interview with him saying that he needed therapy after doing this role did you see that no i didn't really? see that i wouldn't be surprised yeah no, he no, said no, he that. felt really conflicted doing the role just because of the part that he had to play just being a snitch mm -hmm. and i think it's probably the same he might feel the same way you know just as far as us here in america like daniel kalu is not from here but us black people that are from here our attachment to the black panther party you know what i mean and just mm -hmm. what it, what it, what they all mean to us um, you know what I mean? He just kind of felt conflicted that he was playing that role, you know what I mean? Of mm -hmm. being that snitch. And then two, he was saying, because, um, you know, he's the type of actor, he wasn't saying like only he's like this, but he's the type of actor that delves so deeply into a role. You know what I mean? Like he really yeah. started to feel like paranoid and like, you know what I mean? Like he really was like living in that life where, you know, he was being, you know, two-sided and all those types of things mm -hmm. so um he said mm -hmm. he did have to get therapy after the role i wonder how common it is for actors having to like get therapy after certain roles yeah right i would like to know that like how many people think, really get lost in the i may, character? i mean no i have heard right but i, I feel like he might have said that he thinks it should be more common just because yeah, i mean i wouldn't be surprised yeah a lot of the actors get so deep into roles you know Mm -hmm. well the the confliction part and you know i heard people we've listened to some people review it and they were talking about everybody did a shit job like everybody was horrible i think there was like what i was saying before there was dynamics that stayed in the way mm -hmm. of the performance i think it was it was a little choppy but um that confliction part in his character you also got to understand the real william o'neill it was based around a interview that he did after the fact mm -hmm. so there's actual footage of the real william o'neill mm -hmm. speaking in an interview and he's being interviewed about you know his conflictions and stuff like that and you can kind of tell that he wasn't right with himself and then when that interview in real life premiered i think in the early 90s it might have been like 91 when it premiered or something like that he killed him he killed himself in the same night oh jeez so yeah so i can understand like that type of confliction mm -hmm. that type of turmoil so yeah all, I, I would say watch it for yourself come to your own conclusions but i i wouldn't want this to be the depiction of the black panthers and the only one that somebody who's new to it gets mm -hmm. i i really would want people to you know go listen to the real fred hampton speak i don't think daniel kalua did that horrible of a job but there were some times where I couldn't understand what the fuck he was saying. But I don't think it was. There were some times, but like it, it was in like regular conversation. It wasn't when he was doing the speeches, but I don't think it was because of his accent. I think it was like he was probably leaning too much into like that Chicago draw. You know, like Chicago people got a little bit of a Southern draw. I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm used to it because I'm from the Midwest, too. I'm like, do they? Okay. 
A little Nigga, bit. You do. I know, but it ain't like. <laughs> but I think I don't feel like we talk like the South. We talk like we from the Midwest. The difference. It's not. I wouldn't say it's the South. It's just like there's just a little draw to y'all yeah. y'all speech. It's not as bad as the South. It's not as much, yeah. but. <laughs> I can't tell you, like, I'm not going to say you from up north. Like, like you know what I mean? I'm not going to say you northeast. You from somewhere. Yeah, I know. It might not be Mississippi. Shut yeah. Up. Damn, but Midwest, like, it just doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Midwest is just forgotten. Northwest or south. <laughs> mm. Have you been seeing bad reviews for, the, for this movie? I haven't looked that, up that many. So, I no. saw the same review you're talking about. <laughs> So, so you're gonna watch it or did this I like mean, totally kill it and now you're not gonna watch well, I'm it i'm watching a cia informant movie like you know only thing that really like motivate me to watch it is to just see the more so just the story of the black panthers and how they came about just to see it you know depicted on film if that's not really what this is about then it's just kind of like not. no nah, i get it i get it i don't watch no snitch movie <laughs> no snitch <laughs> <laughs> no six nine movie. Yeah, right. Chad. We've been seeing him cut up recently, right? He needs to go away. He's just going he really away does. at this point. It's not working anymore. All right. So, in contrast to the Black Panther movie, mm-hmm. well, I said Black Panther movie, Judas and the Messiah movie. It is still what? Black History Month, and I sorry, even that. I don't know, that title is a little whatever. Anyway, all right. So, what's wrong with the title? Cause it's like, what the fuck is that about? I just, I didn't even know that's what that movie was. My mom keeps telling me about it. I literally didn't mm. know that's what the movie was about. I thought it was just some mm. random ass. I'm like, okay, whatever. Judas and the Messiah, whatever that is. For context, Friend Hampton was referred to by, I think, uh, J. Edgar Hoover as the Black Messiah. And we have, and he literally quoted, said, we have to stop the Negroes from getting a Black Messiah. They can ruin everything. So that's why Black they Messiah was They should have put a used. little tagline at the bottom. This <laughs> a little something to prevent the seas. A little asterisk or something. A little line at the bottom because yeah, I know what the fuck that movie's supposed to be about. But right, anyway. Well, that's why I think this movie came too early. It came too early. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like that too big of information, I know that because I've gone out my way to but learn right, some see, of this stuff like, in why, Yeah, exactly. Like, but was that even explained in the movie at least? He said it in the movie. The person playing J. Edgar Hoover said that. Oh, okay. I said guess. something of that sort. Yeah. He referenced the Black Messiah. Um, all right. So in contrast, in contrast to that, it's still Black History Month. And we came across a story earlier this week about Onesimus. I think his name is Onesimus. And this man was an African-born man who was instrumental in the mitigation of the impact of smallpox outbreak in Boston. Uh, his birth name is unknown. He was a he was enslaved in ni- 1706 and was given to a New England Puritan minister, Cotton Mather. So. Hold on. Yeah. Once a miss introduced Mather to the principle of a procedure called inoculation to prevent disease, which laid the foundation for the development of vaccines after a small pox outbreak began in boston in 1721 mather used this knowledge to advocate for inoculation in the population a practice that eventually spread to other colonies um a l- you following me mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um mm-hmm. uh in a 1716 letter to the royal society of london Cotton Mather describes what he learned from Onesimus. Onesimus described to Mather the process of inoculation had been performed on him and others in his society in Africa. Um, people take juice of smallpox, cut the skin, and put in drop. That's a quote. Uh, once <laughs> that, that was a put quote. Put in drop. Um, put in drop uh once a miss is believed to have been inoculated at some point before being sold into slavery or during the slave trade as most as he most likely would have traveled from the west indies to boston this method of inoculation was long practiced in africa among sub-saharan people so mather his slave master promoted inoculation as protection against it 
Citing Wanzamis and African folk medicine as the source of the procedure, his advocacy for inoculation met resistance from suspicious from those suspicious of African medicine. Mather was ridiculed by publicly for relying on the testimony of a slave. It was commonly mm. anticipated that enslaved people would attempt to overthrow white society. Therefore, the medicinal wisdom of Wanzamis was met with severe mistrust and assumed to be a ploy to poison white citizens. Nigga, y'all was already like dealing with <laughs> how much worse can it get? Right, right, right. So nonetheless, a physician, Zabdiel Boyston, yeah, carried out the method once Boston. had described. Boyston and Boston. Uh, uh, which involves sticking a needle into pus of an infected person's body and scraping Ew, the infected yeah. needle across the healthy person's skin scraping dr boyson sorry I'm yeah scraping out. just a little scratch yeah it's nasty pus <laughs> stop pus it always nasty pus <laughs> dr boyston first inoculated his six-year-old son damn he, he took he put it on his six-year-old son uh and two of his slaves a total of 280 individuals were inoculated during the 1721-22 Boston smallpox epidemic. The population of 280 inoculated patients experienced only six deaths compared to 844 deaths among 5,889 people who had not gone through the procedure. An inscription on his tomb incorrectly identifies Boston as the first to have introduced the practice of inoculation into to America, recognition for his contribution by Wanzamis to the medical science came in 2016. However, he was placed among a hundred best Bostonians of all time by Boston Magazine. Hmm. So we made up vaccines too. I mean, yeah, because that was um, Henrietta Lack. Her... Oh, there's another person. Who that? <laughs> Who that? <laughs> Um, I know she had to do something with uh the cancer cells, but it was like without her knowledge, they were like taking sample tissues from her and like developing like treatment. Oh wow! That they're still being like they're still being used today. All right, yeah. So that was just a little Black History Month segment. I saw. Hopefully, y'all learned something. I saw Biden talking some shit because, you know, there's this whole big push on black doctors giving out the vaccines and all this shit. And they're just like, mm. you know, the country has a history of, you know, uh, doing things to a certain group of people. Motherfucker, say who? Who? Certain group. <laughs> say it out loud. The fuck? A certain group. Like, stop with that so bullshit. Like, that's exactly why we don't trust y'all. Certain groups of people have been mistreated by the health industry in the past who who was that mm. how about you educate everybody shit certain groups and like why is all, only us still talk about if we're not the only race in this country that is saying we don't want to take it you know what i think we're one of the most if not the most influential yeah that that's probably it I mean, you see how black Twitter reacts to everything. We blow everything out of proportion. So we're like, hey, taking that shit. Then it goes, spreads like wildfire. Yeah, remember, so, Chad, we said we couldn't yeah. get COVID? <laughs> like, get COVID, <laughs> Yo, so do you remember when COVID was like a laughing thing, bro? But I mean, honestly, COVID it's just. was like just a it's joke. It's not a joke. Like right now what I'm about to say. But I mean, like, honestly, do you hear about anyone dying from anything else anymore? That's like very suspicious no, to don't. me. You don't hear about anyone having a freaking heart attack. You don't hear about anyone having a stroke. Like you do here and there, but like not like we used to. You know what I mean? You don't hear about people just mm. dying of other stuff that we've been dying for from forever. All of a sudden, it's always COVID now. And it's like bullshit. Heart disease and all yeah. that stuff did not go away. <laughs> are you wearing are you wearing two two masks now? Um yes and no. I'm if not. i have if i have two right there sure depends yeah i feel like they just try to make us look dumber and dumber yo <laughs> put one on your ass too <laughs> put two of them on <laughs> <laughs> three's even better <laughs> so stupid. and they're just like laughing in their meetings let's see what else they could do you know what <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know with this Amazonian strain. Let's see what the fuck. <laughs> well, first it was Amazonian and then the UK had a new one. Well, UK, no, UK was first. Now they're saying Amazonian. What if those two like cross match and contaminate each other and then it comes with a whole new strain? I got time. I'm tired of it. When we ever gonna be able to go back outside? I wanna go on vacation. I don't think it's gonna last. Next summer, fuck, everybody out. But at that point, like just nobody's gonna care anymore. It's ridiculous. You don't think so? I mean, look at it now. People are still being cautious, but it's like slowly but surely everybody's just like, fuck this. (laughs) Right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm so afraid of them, like, pro- prohibiting travel if you don't have, like, the vaccine. Oh. That's what I'm afraid of. I don't want that. I haven't. No. Nah. nah. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think I really had that much left. I had, I don't know if you want to talk about Meek Mill. What? Talking about Kobe. What did he say? You did mention that. I didn't even hear about that. What do you say about Kobe? So he had a he had a bar saying, quote, if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'll be another Kobe. That is he fucking serious? When did that news come out? Was that that came out today? Nah, that came out. That was earlier this week. <sighs> and it was on a it was on an unreleased song, like a, a unreleased song got leaked or whatever. And it's not even a whole song that got leaked. It was just that part. He's so trifling. I don't like him. You know, like no, him. can't stand him. He's a fucking clown. He's having a bad week. A fucking clown. Oh, com has been limited on his. I just went to his page. <laughs> oh, right. Uh-uh, don't run from the smoke. Open them comments up. I don't know. As far as the bars concerned, I've I've heard disrespectful bars. Um, I'm sorry, but do I think that you can't know. Like not in fucking Kobe. No. No, <laughs> that, like that's just off Absolutely limits. Not. Off fucking limits. Off limits. Off limits. Off limits. Is it off limits forever? I don't know forever, but is it's it a still, too soon? Too, is too it a soon. too soon situation? Way too fucking soon. And his daughter died with him. Fuck you. That's that's where that's where it kind of kind of stops. But all right, I'm not the playing bar was weak as fuck. That shit was wet. That's my problem. That's I think that's. <laughs> <laughs> My mic just fell. <laughs> Your boys whack the song <laughs> whack whack. Fuck you. Shit was trashed when you wrote that down. Like what? What made you think? Yeah, I'm gonna say this. Like what? This is gonna make That's why your go career crazy. is trash. If I'm ever, if I ever lack, I'm going out with my chopper. It'll be another Kobe. Yeah, I can't save that, bro. Sorry. Um, we will leave it at that. <laughs> Sorry for that abrupt ending. Um, I, I don't got nothing to say about that. I'm leaving that alone. You talking about a legend? All right. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of the BZ Podcast. Um, we appreciate all the support. Keep listening, share, subscribe, like, do all that good shit. We love y'all, and we hope y'all have a great week. Prayers to the people of Texas. Stay warm. Uh, yeah, and that's it. Love y'all. Bye, y'all.